Today on Empire State of Mind, we have Matt Muscat, and we're going to be talking about creating demand in any market. We believe the purpose of owning a business is funding your perfect life. Welcome to the next generation of growth and opportunity in the inspection industry. This is the Empire State of Mind. Empire State of Mind. Helping build companies with faster growth, higher profits, and more time freedom. Finally, a podcast for the home inspection industry and beyond. This is the Empire State of Mind. And this is your host, Matt Williams. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here today uh, listening in. Today we have a phenomenal guest with us. Um, he is a, a, a marketing genius, I hear. My friend, Matt Muscat. Matt, how are you doing today, man? Doing great. I'm in Michigan. It's not snowing yet. It's not exactly nice, but had a good workout and life's good today. That, that is that is fantastic. I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and there's actually this weird wet stuff falling from the sky. I don't know what it's called, but because we live in the desert, so it's um it like it's I think it's rain. And so Ooh, yeah, I know. Ooh. That's that's not common to you. <laughs> we get like three hundred and something days of sunshine here, so just a little bit of rain and everybody freaks out, they're not sure what to do. So um, but I can't imagine living in, in a place where there's that much snow as what you've got. Yeah, it's it's not that bad right now. Beautiful summers, iffy falls, terrible winters. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Matt, so I know enough about you to say that you, you are like a marketing genius when it comes to um, working with in the real estate industry. Um, and you, you work specifically in from the mortgage angle of things. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's kind of a unique role. Like I don't know, I don't know anyone that has my, that has my career. So I have been with Treadstone Mortgage. It's also called Neighborhood Loans in some areas of the country. I've been there for 12 years and my whole role is to make realtors like us. Um, I, I do some hiring of loan officers, but mainly um, I help our existing real estate partners get more business. And I then also help real estate partners that we don't work with yet to get more business. So hopefully they will like us because they're making more money and then use us. So it's been just a really, really fun ride. That is interesting. So because on the inspection side of things um, or anybody else in the real estate market, if you are a realtor, then obviously this is going to be helpful. But even if you're not in the realtor, if you are connected to the real estate market, if you can find a way to help realtors make more money, they're going to like you. I can guarantee you. Yeah. That. And I mean, I think this works in any industry, right? So like a, an inspection agency that, you know, had a great marketer on their team, instead of just having your great marketer help you have sign up some of your best clients for one-on-one -on -one meetings with them and have your marketer give them free advice and ideas. Like I'm not building websites for these realtors. I'm not violating any, you know, industry rules. We're just yeah. giving free advice away and it makes people like us more. It's also like something like I'll be the one that talks if, uh, if we host like a con ed or event in the community about marketing, like I can do all that stuff. So if you're an inspector or if you're a realtor and you have someone in your team with a marketing skill or a sales skill, set them loose um, to help your clients, your friends, your business partners. And that's, that's kind of what I've been able to do. And it's, it's been a ton of fun. That's really cool, man. So um, obviously you like it. You're very passionate about it. You've been doing it for 12 years. What are some of the big things that you've learned that are maybe misconceptions that other people you, you just, they just don't think about it the way you're thinking about it. Cause you're having success in this. Yeah. So, you know, one of the big things I'm seeing right now is, the market changes fairly often, but it's a really mm -hmm. slow change and it can be, it can be hard to spot like when that pivotal point is. Mm. And so I think a lot of people in the last five to 10 years, they were successful because 
They were lucky. They were cute. They were attractive. They were nice. Like all of those things. Like if you had two of the three of them, you could do a great job in, in sales. Yeah. Well, industry, right? I mean, I, I totally relied on my cuteness to win. That's what I've heard. That's why, you know, that's what attracted me to you. Yeah. That's why this <laughs> is an audio only podcast. Yeah. You think like right now the market we're in is just a little bit more challenging. It is. Um, it's not impossible though. And what I'm noticing right now is the salespeople who have specific marketing and sales related activities in their calendar where they can really track their activity. They're the ones still finding success. Like there's still a thousand homes selling in every market every month. But what we're seeing is that like, you know, the top 4% of real estate professionals are selling 60% of the homes. Yes. So that, that means there's, you know, the bottom, the bottom 95% of realtors and people selling very little. The difference I'm seeing is that the people at the top are creating their own demand. What, what I think okay. most sales professionals do is wrong. Most sales professionals will call call up their sphere of influence. Let's say let's say like a good sales professional actually has a list of their clients, like a list of contacts. Anyone with a phone and a list can make calls. But most people make a call that's like, "Hey Matt, uh, it's Matt calling. You know, I'm with the real estate agency. Just wanted to remind you that I'm still in real estate. If you'd ever like to buy or sell something and help me earn a commission, that would be awesome. Just swell. That's what most calls are like in our industry. It sucks. Like huh. it's not. That's not a good call." I've had those. If yeah. You're, yeah. Like if you're in the top, you know, one to 4% of real estate agents, that's not your pitch. Your pitch is, Hey Matt, I just wanted to call you. I know you live at two, three, five, you know, Apple street, your neighbor, five houses down, just listed their house for five eighty five. I know we, we bought yours for two eighty five a couple of years ago. I can't believe you're 300 up in value. Uh, did you know that? Like what's, what's going on? Anything special in your neighborhood right now? And then we go into a conversation. Number one, I'm, keep, I'm keeping you in. Number one, I'm reaching out. Number yep. two, I'm keeping you informed. Number three, I'm giving you good news. Number four, like I'm now the gatekeeper of information in your neighborhood. You know, I'm an expert. But also mm-hmm. like now when you go to work and when you're in the neighborhood talking to your friends, your family, your neighbors about the market, you're more educated. And when people are like, Matt, how do you know that information? Oh, my realtor calls me once a month with any updates. That's marketing. You're yep. being a little bit more suggestive. And then there's step two. Step two is I go on social media once a day and I look at what all my friends and family members are doing. Oh, Matt, looks like you just got a new job. It's at it's at XYZ company. Dude, super random. My coworker just listed a house like two blocks from that company. It's like the sickest house I've ever seen. Dude, I know you're not looking for a house, so I'm going to send it over to you. Suggestive. Like right. I know right. that there's a good chance that if you just got a new job, you're going to be looking for a house in the next year or two. And I know that there is, in fact, a cool house that just listed. Now, I can sex up any house that I want to. I'm just mm-hmm. going to choose the one listed closest to your company and then tell you what's cool about it. It's just one more thing. Or it could be, hey, man, just saw on social media that you had you had your last kid. That's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, really interesting opportunity. We now have this mortgage option where you can buy a home um, under your kids' names and and it could be an investment property for them for the future. Like I, I just have to figure out what that pitch is based yeah. on the life event that you're going through. But social media is out there with all this free information. A good real estate agent or salesperson, an inspector could do the same thing, can take that information and figure out what is the pitch? What is what is my opportunity here? And so that's where I really think the opportunity is for most normal salespeople is to, to go out there and come up with those unique opportunities so that you're not just selling like, oh, hey, I'm an inspector. Oh, hey, I'm a realtor. Be yeah. different. 
Right. Cause yeah, if I'm just showing up like, Hey, I like to inspect houses. You got any houses for me to inspect? You know, like, yeah, sure. You're in line with every other inspector that calls me and you're right. So, so on an inspector, help me, help me process this on from an inspector angle. If they're going to do that, that type of approach to, towards a realtor, cause l- let's be honest, a bulk, a big bulk of what our business does is we get it from referrals from realtors. Um, and, and so if a, if an inspector is doing the same thing, what, what would his angle be? So, I mean, in essence, it's the same thing. So an inspector could themselves, or they could have their admin do this, pull up a list of all of, have all of your realtors in the list uh, in Excel or in your CRM system with a link to their Facebook or Instagram uh, in, in somewhere in the CRM. You go through every day and you click on 10 people a day. You look at what they've posted recently and you find a reason to reach out to them other than just, hey, like, do you have any inspections for me? At a certain point in that phone call, you start asking them more and more questions you find out they have a listing coming up. You find out they just got a deal under contract. And then you can ask for the sale in a very natural way. But you're calling with something either important or super interesting to that person. And then you're using questions and their own responses to help you figure out what your pitch is. Got it. That's pretty cool. So, And it could just be like they post about some new restaurant. Like, hey, dude, like I would love to check it out. Would you want to go back if it was that good? And that you're getting a meeting that way. And then obviously we know the more face-to-faces you get, the more business you're going to get. And that's so true. Um, yeah. I, I uh, One of the biggest realtors that we got in the beginning of our company going was um, he had a picture of a drone that he was, he had bought and he was like flying it around. And, and, um, and so I just DM'd him on Instagram about his drone and had nothing to do with inspections or real estate or anything, but I DM'd him from my business account. Hey, this is Matt. I'm the owner of the company. And I'm looking at, you have this drone. Hey, it, how does this work? What do you like? Can, can I come pick your brain about your about drone or think about adding drones into our inspection process? And so, yeah, sure. So I went down to his office, met with him. He had his drone there. We talked about it. I got the flatter on the parking lot. Like we had a great time talking about drones and then how do we use this and what licensing required and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I knew a bunch of the information already, but um, he certainly helped me like show me some things about drones. Well, then pretty soon he's like, well, I got an inspection coming up. You're a pretty cool guy, you know? Like it, it kind of connected that way. So I used that method actually um, kind of in a way, like just seeing something else that wasn't um, necessarily high, hire me to inspect your house to kind of build relationships. Like how much more fun is it if you can integrate your passions and things you're interested in with getting more business? Like I like to play pickable and I like to drink wine. So therefore, if I do a couple posts about wine every now and then, and I happen to be friends with some of these realtors that I'm chasing, those that are also into wine will be attracted to that oh, and will message me back and we can start the conversation that way. Same thing with yep. like anything that you're into, right? Like I have a 70 year old agent who's super into gardening and I have a older loan officer who's into gardening. They talk about that and then they happen to do deals together because they're always hanging out at the same type of like community events that are centered around their passions. Well, and people want to do business with people that they like. Right. And, and it's, you know, and they want, obviously you got to do a good job, right? That that's, but, but honestly, there's a lot of people that have high quality, right? A lot of people, how do you stand out? And, and you build friendships and relationships with people and that, that connection matters, man. That's really, that's really good. And so using social media, chasing it down, I like that. Yeah. I think most sales professionals use social media too much to shout and they put so much emphasis on like, what can I post? Or like, what, what can my admin post? And it's like, it's useless. Like no one cares about like your holiday posts about like, picture of a generic American family with your happy Labor Day post. Like I want to see something (laughs) unique and interesting that shows me your opinion on something. If it looks like it's from a business and it's not like something that you were the only one on on earth that created it, like it's it's kind of a useless post. 
Yeah. Stop having, you know, your interns and your admins in other countries and virtual assistants waste their time with social media that's pointless. Like it either needs to be local, funny, real, your yep. opinion, something like that. I also joke, and this is like people don't always take this the right way, but it's okay to be lightly controversial on social. Uh-huh. What I mean by controversial light is like maybe don't do politics, right? Like maybe don't talk about guns, religion, right. presidential election. But you can be controversial on non-offensive topics. Like, Matt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will, I will tell you there is a right answer to this question. But what's better, crunchy or smooth peanut butter? <laughs> smooth. You're wrong. I mean, like everyone out there listening knows you're wrong. Everyone yeah. knows crunchy is the best. But, like, that's a topic that, like, right. it's friggin' divisive. Like, we're both cool guys, and I think we have a lot in common. But like, you're clearly wrong about that topic. And <laughs> If you post something on social that's lightly controversial, like that you'll get a ton of engagement. Well, especially with like and those polls, you, you know, can you can vote crunchy or smooth. Yeah, yeah, they're like getting it. Yeah, absolutely. But like, just talk about it. Like, I anything that's even remotely lightly like best. Like, what is the best burger in town? Like, people yeah. start like providing their opinion, and it lets you then message every person. Um, I'll give an easy one for any any inspectors listening right now. Post go on social media on Facebook or Instagram maybe even LinkedIn and just post um, who's the best realtor, you know, in XYZ city. And like all of your <laughs> friends will like comment realtors. And then any realtor that gets mentioned, like tell them to tag them below any realtor that gets mentioned that you don't already work with. Just message your friend and be like, dude, could you connect me with him via phone or email? That's that it. Is like brilliant. I've done that this like four times and I've always picked up a new meaning off of it, but you could do that with anything. Like if you're a realtor, come up with like, Hey, like, um, who who is the best divorce attorney, you know? Now, obviously, people might think you're getting divorced, which could kind of be awkward. But, yeah. like, post that. Get a list of five divorce attorneys. Set up meetings with all of them. Like, who has business right now? Divorce attorneys. Their clients have to move. Like, yep. Yep. figure out who those job titles are that you need to prospect and just yep. ask Facebook. People love connecting you to friends. That is That is so true. Who's the best whatever that you know? That's a great, that's a great one. Yeah, I love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that today. Do it today. I promise yeah. you'll get something out of it. Yeah, that is maybe that like is do it. If you do it today, I will say like do it maybe like once today on Facebook. Do it the next day on another social site. Some version of that. Got it. Got it. Okay. So don't do it all on the same day in all platforms. No, because you you kind of like you know other realtors might kind of see what you're doing, know what you're doing, but I think most consumers will think you really just want a realtor. Um, and it doesn't really matter why you need them. You're doing it for meetings to help them to offer value to give value to get value back. But to a consumer, like they're also technically helping that realtor by connecting them with the best inspector out there, right? Yeah, yeah. So if um, so I, I've I've heard you talking about like you from the mortgage perspective are helping realtors get more business. From the inspector side, if, if we had a way to help realtors get more business, that creates a much more symbiotic relationship because right now we kind of rely on realtors to send us business. But how do we help realtors get more business? Like, to, yeah. if, if we could complete that circle. I think a lot of inspectors don't think in terms of how do we help them get more business. Um, what are some ideas that we could do like as inspectors to help realtors get more business? Well, number one is like really, uh, you know, one thing we've been doing for the last decade is posting lots and lots of realtor, realtor and housing market positive content online. And then talking about the fact that we're doing this when we're meeting with them. And what I mean by that is, if we can, if we can generate more home buyer and home seller activity in our market by 
by pushing our positive influence out there to the people we know, that then creates more opportunities for those real estate agents also. Okay. Um, the other piece would be, you know, through your website, if you're if you're an inspector, and you, especially the larger your company is, you can you can have different you can have great SEO on your website that centers around like moving to XYZ city, moving to Albuquerque. And when you get leads, you can share those with your realtors. You know, like you don't need to buy leads with them off like Zillow or anything like that, but you can generate your own leads and then give them to your lenders, give them to your realtors as a way. So, okay, I gave you three leads last year. I need, I need 10 back. Um, There's different ways to do that. I think internet marketing can be an awesome option. Especially okay. if you're a really well-established inspection company that has some great revenue coming in, mm-hmm. you you might have a lot more money to invest in that type of marketing than the um, than the realtor. Um, you know, other things I've seen I've seen realtors pair with pair with inspectors to do like really great educational YouTube videos for their for their clients and home buyers. Yeah, um, that can be an awesome way to add value. Like if you have a video camera or an iPhone or an extra person, even. Um, off, call your realtors and say, like, hey, um, a lot of homeowners, especially after they move in, have home repair questions. Happy to do some videos about like how to change a furnace filter or, you know, how to, you know, winterize your pipes if you're up north. Like, yeah. There's so many different things that inspectors have knowledge in that clients don't that you can, in essence, help the realtor get that knowledge and get it to their people. That could be another really good one. Oh, that's a great idea. I like that, too. Yeah. So how did you get into this? Um You've been with for 12 years. How'd you get started? Yeah. So I, um, because of the recession, obviously just, so 2000, I was in, yeah, 2008. So I was in uh, college and grad school during the recession. And when I graduated undergrad from a great school, um, there were like two out of 200 people in my graduating class for my bachelor's degree who had a job lined up after college. So that was kind of scary. So I went immediately into grad school because I had nothing else to do and uh, studied internet marketing, right? As it was kind of coming out as like a academic discipline Mm -hmm. and literally halfway through grad school, started applying for jobs because I needed money to pay for grad school. (laughs) And the only company hiring was a mortgage company. And I, it was like literally no money, like very, very little money. And my mom was like, why would you go work for a mortgage company? That, That industry just catapulted the world economy into the, into the toilet. And I'm like, oh, well. I have no other option, so I'm going to do it. And my second day there, they said, hey, we're going to put you on a stage in front of 10 realtors. Can you teach them how to do marketing? And I'm like 22 at this point. I've never bought a house. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I just start talking about Facebook. And I start talking about social media marketing and website marketing and search engine optimization. And a couple of those realtors sent us business because they liked us. And, or maybe I, was, maybe I was cuter when I was 22. I don't know. Right, yeah. Um, I wore baggier quotes, so maybe not. Um, and from there it was like, Hey, let's work on our website. Let's generate leads. Like let's, let's hire more loan officers that are the same vibe as us. And, you know, now 12 years later, we're from a much bigger company doing, you know, uh, you know, 600 to 800 million a year in loan volume, depending on the year. Wow. And it's wow. been a lot of fun. Like we're a huge presence in our community and, uh, I've never, never looked back. Plus there's always like a great happy hour in, in the real estate industry. So that's Oh my gosh. Great. Every day, every day. If you want to go happy hour, there's one every day. Yeah, I try to only do like two a week at this point, but we're doing more sports ones. So like tomorrow I have a real estate pickleball tournament. So like I'm pumped about that because like I don't have to drink and I get to be healthy. So it's like cancels out one of the happy hours. Right, right. Yeah, I think that that's how that works. It's math. (laughs) That's science right there. But plus one happy hour, but then the pickleball is a minus one happy hour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, then at the end of the week, you're like, all right, I'm still doing good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. I think it's funny, like uh, the real estate market. Yeah, they are all about having little parties, man. They are very social. Uh, most realtors. What I think some of it too is when you're, uh, you know, when you're a real estate agent, part of your job is networking with other real estate agents. And so yep. many, so many people in our industry have a pie is small mentality. Like inspectors don't want to be friends with other inspectors because they're, oh, well, they're my competition. Or realtors don't want to be friends with other realtors. But really, like for a realtor, they have to be friends and well-liked by all of their competitors because there's two agents on every deal and one of them has to accept your offer. And when the market's hot and all the offers are about the same, they're accepting yours because they like you more oftentimes or they they, know you're a communicator. Yeah, they know the deal's going to go smoother with you than, than with other people. Like, and they're like, well, okay, so it's the same amount of money on the table for everybody. This, but this deal, but this deal is going to go much easier because we have enough rapport built that like we can make it happen much. Yeah. Whereas somebody else is more combative or somebody else is a little bit more, um, just like there's different types of personalities out there, but if the money's the same, it's like, well, we know, yeah, you're right. You need that networking. You need that relationship. Yeah. And I think even for inspectors, like to, to at least have a relationship on a positive level with the other inspectors in your industry, like no one in, in your, in your area, no one else is doing this. And when you do this, you there's so many opportunities. There could be hiring opportunities. Uh-huh. There could be sharing of best tactics. I mean, we have inspectors in our in our market who share. Um, they literally share clients back and forth. They're like, hey, like just had kind of a weird experience with this realtor. They're probably going to be looking for a new inspector. Does anyone want like? Does anyone want to go after him? Like, there's some really interesting things you can do trading relationships back yeah. and forth. It totally um, or yeah, when you're like you're going to be on vacation, like, hey, you want to cover for me? Like, there's. There's a lot of options there. So um, I just don't think people should be afraid of their competitors. Yeah, I 100% agree. I'm friends with all my competitors in town. Everyone that, that is open to going out and hanging out and being friends. And uh, and so we just had one of those situations where um, this they hired one of the a different inspection company in town. And um, and they were, they were bad-mouthing that company to us. I called up and I'm like, well, these guys, they screwed up this whole deal and on and on. And I was like, okay, so they they wanted to hire – they're like, we're going to hire you guys to come and just reinspect the house, you know, and – which is also really a messy situation. But so we're like, oh yeah, no problem. Like we can get that done. So we get it on the calendar, hang up. Next phone call is to the inspector they were bad-mouthing. And I'm like, hey man, this guy called. What do you think? What's going on here? Like they called us. And and because we have enough rapport, it's not like a stress-filled phone, phone call. Right. right. The phone call is like, oh yeah, that there's this weird situation. The buyer's really sensitive about these subjects. And I didn't know that. And I kind of stepped on these landmines verbally, you know, um, and, and, and I, I kind of, I kind of blew it on this one, you know, and, and it's like, Oh, okay. So if we're going out there, how would you, you know, recommend we approach these, the, the situation? So they gave us yeah. a lot of great advice. We went out there and knocked it out of the park for them, you know, and then later on, you know, and we were able to say, Oh no, that's You know, we just said nothing but good things about the other inspection company. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and at the end of it all, it's like, you know, we're helping clients, people are getting helped better, but you know, by having a relationship with these other inspection companies in town, it, it works, you know, it helps. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, um, my number one competitor in town, uh, I'm the biggest one in in in, Alba, in New Mexico, actually. Um, but uh, um, my number two uh, in New Mexico, um, I actually flew the owner out to the last IEB event um, because I was like, "Hey, you need to be part of this group." And she's like, "I'm not sure, like our marketing or whatever budget's kind of like tight because of X, Y, and Z, and we're doing these other things." And I was like, "Well, what if I paid for it?" She was like, "Well, if you're going to pay for it." I'll go. I was like, all right, let's go. So, so I actually paid for her to go out to this IEB thing and I'm investing in her and investing in her growth and in her, you know, abilities, you know, so hopefully it helps her business run better and smoother and gets bigger. But by doing that, nothing negative, yeah, like nothing negative can happen when you, nothing. when you do the right thing. 
yeah, nothing, nothing negative can happen. Right. So like, I just was like, Hey, here you go. And when we got there, we hung out for a little bit, but she actually made her own friends, her own relationships. And she was able to, um, you know, build some great relationships, get some good contacts together and, and make some good networking in the industry. And, um, and at the end it's like, you know, what? I feel good. I like, I helped her out, you know, and, and, uh, and then, you know, we also built our relationship to where, you know, now we know that I'm not like, we're not at each other. Like, you know, there's enough business for everybody. You know, it's that mentality shift. You know, if I it's love like, that. yeah. And so, and we, we talk about that in IEB a lot is having the right mentality of understanding there's enough work for everybody out there and we're all on the same team. And so let's, let's work together to make the industry elevated. Let's elevate the industry together. And if we're doing that together, then everybody wins. Everybody. And there's a, there's like a, a company in your industry in every market. That's that company that's elevating the industry, Yep. right? There will be the mortgage company in your market, the inspection agency in your yep. market, the title company in your market. Be that person, right? Like, and it, yeah. it's never the person doing the most business, right? Like in our area, there's a credit union who just because they have like 4% checking on 4% interest on their checking accounts, like they get more mortgage business than we do, but we're number two with a 30th of the amount of employees. We have no, you know, we're not invested in publicly or anything. So we can do some really fun stuff and we've been doing the right things for 10 years. Be that inspection agency or real estate agency in your market. There's, there's usually only one per market. That's awesome. And now you become a leader in your market and you don't have to be the biggest to do it. You really don't. It's a better place to be less of a target on your back, less oh regulation, gosh. but yeah. um, it's fun. Like you can, you, you can create your own, you know, how you want to spend your time. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I started doing that before I was the biggest, right? And so I was probably the fourth biggest one and I started helping it raise and elevate and it helps. And so you're doing the same thing. You're helping elevate the industry in your market. And I think that whether you're an HVAC technician or HVAC company or electrician or any, any trade you're in, any, any job that you have, any business you have, you know, if you become the person that's helping elevate the industry around you, it, it'll help you ultimately too. I love that. Yeah, that's good. Well, Matt, this has been a really informative conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've got a few nuggets. I got something I'm taking away. So if nobody else gets anything, I got a lot out of this today. Um, and I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. No problem. It was a ton of fun. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And what, if um, if someone wants to get in touch with you, you know, moving forward, what's the best way for someone to get connected with you? Did we get you back? What happened? There we go. I got you back now. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah, that was really weird. It um, just froze, but I, th- I think we we kind of did the ending, a little bit of the ending. Yeah, so here we go. We're going to I'll just do a quick chop in the middle. So, yeah. um all right. So Matt, it's been great to have you on the show today. Um, if somebody Thanks. wants to get a hold of you and um, and ask you more questions, they they want more curious. Do you have do you have what's the best way people to get a hold of you? So my number one thing, I absolutely love hearing from people who heard me on a podcast or an event and and want to talk. Like I'm I'm here to build connections. So hit me up on Instagram. It's at Matt Muscat eighty eight. Uh, you can also check out Treadstone Mortgage on Instagram or Facebook to see kind of how we do things social media wise. You'll get some ideas on how to be that company to elevate the industry. Um, but overall reach out, send me a message with 
who you are, what you do, where you're from, and we will have a conversation. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Have a good one. Yeah. You've been listening to Empire State of Mind for the home inspection industry and beyond. Our passion is to elevate the home inspection industry with mindset, strategy, and tools. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. For more, follow on Instagram at IEB Coaching. And don't forget to hit the website at www.iebcoaching.com. Learn about IEB at no cost and have all your questions answered on our open call once a month on the third week of the month. We hope to see you there and we'll see you next time on the Empire State of Mind.